Right, so I want to talk to you this morning about quiet, noisy, continuous joy. Quiet, noisy, continuous joy. And uh, let, let me ask you a question, first of all, for you to just talk to your, your, your sort of neighbor about. Just what song do you listen to when you're sad? What song do you listen to when you're happy? Or do you prefer to be silent? Feel free to just chat to somebody next to you for a moment. And uh, we'll just come back together in one minute, so quick as you can. Music you listen to when you're happy, when you're sad, or do you prefer to be silent? And uh, music's an amazing thing, isn't it? Music's an amazing thing. It kind of ministers to us when we're happy, when we're sad. And, and worship is like that too. Um, in fact, we're going to read from Psalm 34, a few verses. Let's put it on the screen, please. Here we go. So, in fact, why don't we read it together? Wouldn't that be fun? Okay, here we go. Psalm 34, 1 to 3. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Four very brief points as we look at this psalm. It says in verse 1 that there's a time to praise the Lord. Did anybody spot when it was? All the time. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. And that's the wonder of worship. It's always right to worship him. Here's the second thing I noticed in that third line. Um, There's a particular group of people that seem to benefit disproportionately from praising the Lord. Do you see who they are? The, the afflicted, that's, that's people who are facing a bit of trouble or challenge in their life, illness, illness, something like that. Well, when they praise the Lord, they find joy. And there's a particular part of the body, it says in the second line, that, uh, that, that is very useful and appropriate to praise the Lord. Did anybody spot what that was? Our lips, our mouths. Praise can be internal. But it always reaches our mouth at some point, okay? We're meant to praise the Lord with our voices. I don't know if you could turn the microphone down a little bit. It's just uh, echoing slightly. Um, and then the fourth thing, that there's a people we're meant to do it with. Do you see who it is? Yeah, the, the other people who are doing the same thing as you, praising the Lord together. We do it as family. We do it as community together. Now, where do we find the reserves for this praise? Because sometimes it can feel like we have an empty tank. Well, let's look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8. It says this, Though you have not seen him, Jesus, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. This was written to some Christians who were having a terrible time, yet Peter, he looked at me and said, gosh, there seems to be something that's growing and growing in your life, and it's this attitude of God's inexpressible joy and glory in your life. Joyful worship was the very thing that was never under threat, the worst things got for them. And it comes by believing, first of all. You might not be a Christian here today, If you want this joy in your life, it comes by putting your trust in Jesus. When he takes away your sin and he puts your eternity towards heaven, it fills our hearts with joy when he fills us with his spirit. 
And he says, you are filled. He gives you something when you believe. You are filled with inexpressible, glorious joy. Now, what does that look like for us today? I don't know about you. I live a pretty ordinary life with ordinary challenges. And I wonder sometimes, what what does it look like to live this life that's overflowing with inexpressible, glorious joy, with quiet, noisy, continuous joy? And sometimes I'd, I'd love to just, I look around and I think, oh, there's a person who seems further ahead in this than me. And I'd love to chat to them about it. Sometimes I, I look at history books. Sometimes I look at the Bible and I think, wouldn't it be great to, to chat to one of the, the greats like Peter or Paul? Wouldn't it be so handy if we could talk to them? If only, if only we could speak to them. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to tape here. Sorry. Hello? Paul, hi. How did you get my number? This is amazing. Wow. Yeah, no, great to hear from you. Hey, hey, stop. Thank you so much. Thank you that you're rejoicing over me. You're filled with thanksgiving for me. You just couldn't stop thinking about me and praising God. And you just wanted to call me and just say, Paul, that's so, so kind. Thank you so much. That's so lovely. Yeah, I mean, long long time no see, Paul. I mean, uh, um, uh, I mean, oh, oh, sorry to hear about your eyes. So, sorry to hear that you're not seeing so well as you used to. Um, I mean, that, that must be quite debilitating. I, 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 must, I imagine you must feel pretty down about that. Oh, no, you're just writing in bigger letters now. And, uh, and, and you're boasting in the cross of Jesus. That's how you're overcoming that one. Okay. okay. Well, well that's, that's amazing. Everyone, everyone has their own techniques, don't they? Um, and and oh, oh, thank you, Paul. He, he's, he's rejoicing that we're renewing our concern for him as well. Um, yeah, no, we're doing fine, thank you. You know, we've got a few troubles, we, 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 you know, cost of living crisis here, you know. Um, some people are fleeing war zones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll be sure to tell them, Paul, uh, our present sufferings are not worth comparing with future glory. Um, uh, oh, yeah, nothing can separate us from God's love. Yeah, Paul, I'll be sure to tell them that is so encouraging. Thank you so much. Hey, mate, it's so good to hear from you. Um, tell us what's been going on. You know, I think last time I spoke to you, uh, you were in Philippi, and that girl just got healed. It looked like it was going to be amazing, amazing time. I felt that revival was going to happen. What happened? Oh, they put you in prison? Oh. Oh, and they, they beat you with rods, you and Silas? Oh, and they, oh, they, they, they whipped you. They gave you 40 minus 1 lashes. That's 39. Um, and that's the fifth time that's happened now, Paul, is it? Gosh, how are you how are you feeling about that? Oh yeah, um, wow, sorrowful yet always rejoicing. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean, hey, so after that, did, did you find a sort of you and Silas? Did you find a quiet corner of the prison to lie down in and just get some rest? I mean, that sounds like a pretty awful experience. Yeah. Oh, at midnight, it, you were stinging, were you? Oh, you were singing. You were singing at midnight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean, of course you were singing at midnight, um, rejoicing in the Lord. Yes, yeah, amazing. Um, wow, well, but then you, you got, okay, you, you, you got to go to Ephesus after that, great. And, uh, I mean, I know how much you love Ephesus, Paul, because those people there are just so amazing. And they're such great friends to you. They're such great, uh, you know, just comrades. I know how much they delight in you and you delight in them. Oh, but, oh, you, but you, 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 oh, you had to tell them that you were never going to see them again. 
Well, that must have been hard. Oh, but you felt blessed in the situation. Okay, uh, because you said it was more blessed to give than to receive. So it was really important that you should leave then. Wow, Paul, this sounds so tough. You know, we, we have a saying in the, in, in the UK, Paul, you say, it sounds like you need a holiday, mate. <laughs> and in fact, um, yeah, I don't know if you've got any plans. Julie and I, we, we, we're going away with the kids. We're going to Greece in a couple of weeks' time. It's, can't wait. Got to say, Paul, the airport's a carnage here at the moment. God, it's going to take us maybe 60 minutes to get through security. Please, Paul, would you pray for us? We're having a really, really hard time here. Uh, I mean, how's your travel plans going? Oh, a shipwreck. Okay. Um, that's the third shipwreck, is it? Okay, right. Well, sometimes you've got to question the mode of transport, Paul, haven't you, really? Um, but, 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 hey, um, uh, well, sorry to hear about the, the shipwreck. But, I mean, how do you feel? Oh, you're... Oh, okay, you're, you're just giving thanks in all circumstances. Yeah, very appropriate response. Good. Praying continually. Um, well, hey, Paul, listen, I'm in the middle of a sermon, believe it or not, so I need, I need to go. But I just wanted to ask you that last time you asked us to pray for something. You said something about a thorn in your flesh that you would just value some prayer for. I didn't quite get what you were on about, to be honest. Would you, could you, just, would you mind just telling us what that was again? Um, and just updating us, because uh, I'd love to know. So, what was that thorn in the flesh again? Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, that's not what I thought at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, I promise not to tell anyone. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, but hey, mate, I'm, I'm praying for you. Uh, uh, did, did, God, did God answer that prayer? Oh, no, he didn't. No, but, yeah, but, but in the midst of that, you felt him saying... My grace is sufficient for you, and that was all the blessing you needed. Amazing. Wow. And what you're, you're boasting about your weakness. I mean, sorry, Paul, delight is quite a strong word in this situation, I think. But you're rejoicing and you're delighting. Well, hey, Paul, listen, I've got to go because I've got a message to preach, you know, and uh, I've got some really important things to say. Um, have you got any final words for us today? I mean, just something like a soundbite or a tweet or something that we could just write down in our notes. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just make a note of it. Okay. Rejoice in the Lord always. Yeah, you don't need to say it again, Paul. <laughs> no, you don't need to say it again. Okay, thank you. Right, okay, God bless, mate. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Paul. Bye. Wow. Apostle Paul. Um, wow, he seems to have some of that inexpressible, glorious joy that I was just asking about, doesn't he? Even in all the situations he was facing, he, he just seemed to be radiating God's presence, that quiet, noisy, continuous joy. You know, we don't... We, we, we tend to think that praise is the overflow of happiness. Do you know, praise is the overflow of the Spirit of God at work in us, in every situation. So church, I just want to encourage you today to be those people who praise not because of how life is going, but despite how life is going. Um, Here's a bottle of water. And uh, it's actually fizzy water. You wouldn't know that, would you? Because it looks just like water. Yes, Fraser, yeah. 
It's soda stream water, that's right, yeah. And I, I fizz that up, but you can't see that at the moment. But do you know what happens if I begin to shake it? Just see a few bubbles appearing? Well, you know, when trouble happens in our life, when adversity happens, when things unsettle us, do you know what happens to the spirit of God within us? Is it, it just begins to get, he begins to get quite excited within us because he begins to remind us of future glory and future hope and his presence with us. And it's so important that we give room to articulate that hope and that praise. I will extol the Lord at all times. The reason why it's appropriate at all times is because when we're in trouble, this is what happens, right? So, so when we praise, when we sing with our voice, when we speak his praise, even when we feel low and disconnected and anxious and sad, is this, we just experience a little, you open your mouth and you begin to praise and, and you feel like, my anxieties have subsided as I put my trust in Jesus. My sadness has dissipated as I've put my trust in God's joy. And it says in that verse, if you go to the next slide, please, uh, it says, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Do you know, as you begin to praise in every season of life, and no matter what trouble you go through, And you get shaken more and more. We think these things might diminish our joy and diminish our praise and diminish our faith. But do you know, just the opposite happens. And do you know, when Jesus one day takes us home, he's going to take the lid off our bottles. It's just water, right? And the spirit within us who's saying, come Lord Jesus more and more vigorously with every breath that we breathe is coming to us and he's filling us until that moment comes when the praise, which has been amazing this morning, even though it's been fleeting as we've been celebrating and enjoying Jesus and this has been a relief and a high moment in the week for us. But, you know, when we see Jesus face to face, this is what happens. I was expecting more than that. Can do it again. Right, here we go. <laughs> it's the end result of our faith, the salvation of our souls. So let me give you an acronym to finish. Praise, okay? Here we go. Here's, here's what it looks like to praise God. Firstly, we've learned this morning that perfection is not required. God accepts us by his grace. And he loves every bum note. Because we come in the name of Jesus. He doesn't look for our perfectionism he looks because of his love you know you might not be a great singer but God thinks you're an opera star here's the second thing about praise we receive and we believe as our starting point all the good stuff comes by believing in him and receiving from him here's the third thing adoration is our attitude it's as though you haven't seen him you love him That's all that matters. If you can't pray any prayer, pray this one. I love you, Jesus. It's all that matters. Here's the fourth one. Increases our direction. More and more and more. God is putting the fizz of his Holy Spirit in our lives, readying us for that last day. 
Here's the fifth thing. Salvation is our song. That Jesus has forgiven us. He's died for us. He's been raised to life for us. And he's calling us home to be with him. And here's the last unimportant one. That eternity is our destiny. For all who have put their trust in Jesus, this is the song that will go through the ages. Eternal life. Hallelujah. Should we pray? And then I'd love to sing about it some more. Uh, with, with Cameron and the, the band. So um, let's stand together. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, come and put your joy in our hearts so that our mouths, our lips, our voices, and all of our bodies can tell you how wonderful you are. So, Lord, thank you for this release of praise, Lord, for all that you're putting into us up to eternal life. And we say, God, fill us again. And, Lord Jesus, we want to say that we love you today. We love you. If if our head is cluttered with many things, Lord, we just want to say, I love you.